0: Thank you for tuning in to Going Viral. We hope that you learned something. We hope that you have a little laugh. And most importantly, we hope that you stay safe.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the psychology section of the podcast. Today, we will be discussing the psychological lenses of COVID-19 and how the pandemic has affected everyone's mental well-being, where we will be focusing on how the lack of social interactions, face-to-face learning, and frequent curfews have resulted in various negative effects to, to the mental health. We will also be looking at different uh, different perspectives and how the lifestyle of doctors and students have been immensely impacted. Business representative Yusuf, he will explain how the lack of business options and different expertise have led to an increase in depression.
2: So as he indicated, I'll be focusing on how the increase in uh, business crashes has result- has resulted in a large number of people becoming either homeless or unemployed. So several papers have reported that the increase in areas affected by the COVID-19 has resulted in around 22.1 million people becoming unemployed or homeless due to businesses shutting down and having to reduce costs. So we have a graph here, which you can see about how the rise in suicides in India have increased from 139,000 in 2019 to 153,000 during the Pandemic in 2020, which is an all-time high for suicide rates in India. Uh, so the increase in un- unemployment and uh, homelessness is most likely a major, major factor.
1: Yes, um, along with what um, Yusuf said, it is important to consider that depression has been a very important factor. The lack of interactions with other people have been a, very, a major problem, which has led to many of these extreme actions, such as suicide. And this idea of like. Uh, depression and uh, self isolation and uh, lack of social interactions have increased ever since the, the beginning of the pandemic as people were locked down and were in lockdown and uh, really had to either speak online or be like, or not speak at all uh, with other people outside of their own household. Actually, with this in mind, I would actually like to for Azan to start talking about how this, la- this link with depression and lack of social interactions and how this has actually led to an increase in suicides, and how this kind of thing can have a link. Please on. Can you elaborate?
0: Finally, my time has come. I've always waited for this episode, because there's a big link between uh, psychology and a biology. I actually regret not taking uh, psych. You see, the thing is... You better. Uh, <laughs> I do, Nicholas. And uh, the truth is that uh, with depression, it can actually have um, a very distinct a uh, pattern in the brain, as opposed to someone who is not depressed. And we find that a lot of the time, uh, because of the pandemic, everyone locking down and loved ones becoming ill, many studies conducted around different nations, such as India and a particular one on researchgate.net uh, on the effect of COVID-19 and depression in the Republic of Ireland has ex- has explained, sorry, in uh, the Republic of Northern Ireland, has explained that um, a lot of the time people became depressed, not just because of the pandemic, but because people's loved ones were affected, because people, um, they had lost a lot of stuff outside of their health priorities as well, such as their jobs, such as uh, finances, as yeah, Yusuf just explained. So you know what, um, it's like, it's pretty easy to recognize, well, not easy, but it's very distinctly uh, recognizable as to how the uh, brain reacts in someone with someone who has depression versus someone who is not clinically depressed. Uh, for example, a, a PET scan, a form of uh, radio, uh, radiology uh, by, the Mayo, uh, by the Mayo Foundation for Medical Education and Research, uh, provided us PET scans uh, with a side-by-side comparison of people who were clinically depressed versus those who were not. And what they found is that the amygdala, the part of the brain responsible for for emotion, the part of the brain responsible for memory and learning, the hippocampus, and the dorsomedial thalamus, which is the area responsible for consciousness and alertness, were all shown to have very little brain activity. And so we could uh, could correlate this with how people have uh, typically react and behave as a result of, um, you know, as a result of their depression. Uh, And so, I mean, that's why even like these parts of the brain are particularly important to get for learning and uh, speaking with others uh, and learning how to socialize, which is why a lot of people, there are many reasons, but one of the reasons so many people decided to stay back indoors, even after the COVID-19 regulations had loosened up, Is because these parts of their brain didn't exactly uh, adjust back to the normal lifestyle, which is understandable considering the lockdown was so long. That's why, like, there's a lot of uh, correlation between uh, people staying back and uh, becoming depressed on the COVID-19 pandemic.
1: That is very good, Azon. I really enjoyed listening to this, even though it's a very depressing topic. However, I would like to also link (laughs) this with the idea that uh, whatever what Azon has said. Is very very important in understanding of the limbic system, the amygdala, the hippocampus, and the let uh, me rephrase this right, dorsal uh, medial thalamus they are very key points of how we communicate with others. And in fact, these links of how these uh, these links of how the pandemic has truly hindered these ways of communication and weakening relationships in general. In fact, I would like to actually see the viewpoint of Rohit in this in this section and how the pandemic has limited. His, along with one of one interview that I made of a doctor, of how social interactions with others, especially during the curfews and isolation uh, last year, were uh, have impacted uh, their lives. Where in most occasions, people started talking online and rarely in person. Now, one thing that I would like to actually highlight is that, at least in the perspective of like the person that I interviewed, which was which was a doctor uh, in the King's College Hospital, um, he actually stated his own view of how. The pandemic has affected the, his own lifestyle in in the working in the working field, and with this and with this, there is actually a statement that I got from him where he says, "With many people staying home, there was indeed a lack of patience. Patience in terms of re- relating to the idea of how um, him and other people uh, that were coming to the hospital, as many people were afraid of going to the hospital and would rather do a consultation from home. Now, this is actually really important um, to consider as." Many people, at least during the peak of the pandemic in 2020 and into, into the transition of 2021, when the vaccines weren't fully like um, trusted, you could say, or weren't actually available to everyone, um, many people decided to actually stay home and actually um, do consultations do, uh, and do these kind of things from home. And he proceeded to saying, which not only led to fewer surgical operations, surgical procedures, which is my area of work, but it has led. To, to a lack of communication between me and the patients, And these words were from the was from Dr. Nicandro Neto from King's College Hospital here in Dubai. Now, as mentioned previously, I would like to, to see Rohit's own experience as a student because we already saw how the fields of how business, how the business fields the uh, doctor's field of have been impacted. However, we have not gone deep inside of how we, at least uh, the people in the podcast, students, um, have actually experienced how was how our, pers- our own personal experience of the pandemic and how we have actually gone through it. And I would like to see, um, as I explained before, Rohit's own view of it. And if he could please elaborate on his own experience, especially during the peak of the curfew and quarantine. So uh, Rohit, can you please explain what it is like to you and how, did, how it felt to be isolated uh, during the peak of it, when the curfew was forcing everyone to be home? How does it? How does it future to be back
3: at school? Certainly, Nicholas. I mean, um, coming coming with, coming to my experiences, personal experiences, they are as much you know personal as they are universal. Uh, Every one of us has felt isolated or alone at some point during this entire uh, pandemic. What uh, takes me back? What What is my most lingering memories that of lockdown? Mainly that we were all stuck in our houses. You know, we were forced to uh stay uh stay put in a place when there was beautiful weather around whenever uh you know there was so much to do outside and so much of what we were expecting uh to do or to see as, uh, as in personal as well as uh in in the world like uh world got delayed and it was it was really demotivating for a lot of people for example the expo got delayed then so many of the great movies that i was expecting to see got delayed um You know, uh, I was lucky enough to be living with my family at the time, but I know of so, uh, the stories of so many people who were not lucky enough to do that, and uh, were not lucky, lucky enough to do that, and were living in a constant state of fear and anxiety about the well-being of their um, family members. And then um, my parents, who work in in the hospital in in NMC Hospital d i t they have even more harrowing stories of of um their colleagues who lost their family members or they're not able to go back because flights were not available. So I mean, we have all had uh experiences on a spectrum of uh of we uh, have all had uh experiences that can be put on a spectrum from uh inconvenience to tragic uh, to tragic. Um I mean, yeah, at at one point I remember getting COVID and although it didn't affect me, I remember the fear that I felt uh being contracted with it we being unsure of when. It will become worse when it will become um, unmanageable, and uh, what it what it would do to uh, me as a or what it would do to me or the, uh, or my family, who, all of whom were infected. So yeah, um, there was there's a lot of things that I ca- uh, that I can relate to in what uh, your uh, in your doctor's testimony as well, and um, I'm guessing that the psychological um, toll that this pandemic has taken is nothing short of monumental on all of us.
1: Yes. These experiences can all somewhat relate to all of us, not only because, not only in the podcast, but to everyone that is listening. As um, this this whole thing that has has happened has indeed, as Rohit uh, specified, has had a psychological toll to everyone, and has really disrupted everyone's mindset, uh, mind, uh, mental well being. And actually, to finalize, I would like to just finalize this whole um, podcast, this whole part of the whole episode by just. Uh, stating the how psychol and the how the psychological view has and uh, its role during the pandemic, and that every in that the well being in general has has been greatly impacted to everyone around the world and in, in the local, national, and in, in the global scale. I would like to just uh, also see that like uh, people understand that these um, problems that we ha- all have faced and there are still some people still facing, we can we can go through this and that this pandemic, although it's not over. We can still uh, maintain a certain level of positive and interactive mindset with everyone around us, and that the uh, that important that the most important aspect is sh- should be should be taken care of, and that especially and uh, that we should really um, look to the positive to like we should really aim to the for the future and that every and that this time is is only temporary. And um yes, I'd like to finalize this episode and thank you all for listening for the for and, and see you all in the final episode of going viral next week.